two, the week in wire. Um, Monday, we've been off for a week, and a lot, a lot, a lot has happened since then. We've sort of madness. Yeah, we've sort of got a reset of the Bucks series, Bucks Nets. We've got a, we've got the Suns played four games since we last talked, and now they're they swept the Nuggets. One of my worst predictions, maybe I've had oh, in a while. <laughs> um, and we also have the Sixers sort of taking control of that series a little bit, and then the first three games of. Clippers Jazz, which really seems like it's going to go the distance. So, um, but we'll start with we'll start with uh, the Bucks Nets series, which was supposed to be the sort of finals that a lot of people were predicting. Um, and I think I think the Suns have looked a little better. Than, the Suns might have something to say about that, given how good they've looked. Um, but Maybe. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so game two was when we left off talking about this and. Um, I think we both thought the Bucks were going to at least make it respectable in game two and maybe maybe even come out on top. Um, they they lost by 40. Um, Not respectable. Yeah. Lots of just horrible offense by them. KD was cooking. Kyrie was cooking early. The Bucks didn't even put up a shot that was close. Bruce Brown was cooking. Yeah. Like Bruce Brown with the floaters. <laughs> the Bucks didn't get a shot at the rim really until like – the second quarter, it was just like the closest thing they were able to get was a floater. And then they couldn't even win the minutes that Katie and Kyrie were out in the second quarter and the Nets were up 30 at half. The rest of the game was like kind of unwatchable, honestly. And uh, the the reserves were brought in real quick. But um, after that, we had, we had a really weird game three, I think, where both, oh, teams, yeah. Yeah, both teams just kind of went cold especially towards the end. It looks like the Bucks are going to blow them out at the start. They get up they get up on a 9-0 run to start. They, they were hitting everything. Yeah, they were hitting everything. Giannis and Middleton had 15 each in the first quarter, which was all the Bucks points and they were up 30 to 11. Um and that's come back with a lot of Bruce Brown. Um they start they sort of like play him at center sometimes and they just have him yeah. like like shoot these little floaters over the top. Giannis started taking a bunch of threes uh, and not really attacking the basket. He was kind of getting lost on defense too, which is not something you see a lot from him. And um, coach Bud, of course, just doesn't keep his foot on the pedal really, um, which is kind of something you have to do in the playoffs, especially against these super elite teams like the Nets and the old Warriors where their no lead is really safe. Um, and that was, that was the case in this game because coming down the stretch after Katie and PJ Tucker almost getting a fight in the third quarter, the Bucks were barely. Katie's able, bodyguard comes in. Yeah. The Bucks were really barely able to pull this one out. Um, it seemed like KD was able to get like any like off the dribble pull up two that he wanted and he just wasn't making a lot of them. Um, and that's, that's something that the Bucks kind of fixed in game four. And that's, that's going to be what we mainly talk about with this, but, um, yeah, they, they were pretty lucky to not go down three, nothing, honestly, because Katie, I oh, think, yeah, yeah. Katie usually hits those and, uh, bad decision-making down the stretch by the Nets. Um, it was just like, that's a game that the Nets really should have won, um, towards the end. Yeah, you have Kyrie and KD to close those games, and you can't close them out. Like that's, it's not great. 
Yeah, and then the the last look they got was like a Bruce Brown layup that I think got blocked or he or he missed like pretty he just badly. Missed it, man. I think he's missing pretty badly. Yeah, yeah it, it it just was nowhere near going in. Um, yeah, because Holiday a little before that had had hit this sort of reverse layup to to maybe win the game, and then the oh, Nets still had a very good look at it. And if you have Katie and Kyrie on the other side, you never really feel safe about that stuff. But um, Bucks able to pull it out, and then able to pull game four out too with with Giannis just I think just being a lot smarter the Bucks were able to go on a big run in the second quarter that game four was definitely Giannis's best game that he's had um of the series yeah. game one he was pretty good but they also lost by you know 20 so wow, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go to that Giannis at center lineup yesterday um 16-2 run when they do that the PJ Tucker was going crazy in this game, just like the intensity level. He's he's up and he's up in KD so much that people were like questioning if it was like a legal defense, which I mean I don't know I don't think so. Like and he was super on him the whole time. Um, Bud gets gets this amazing use of a challenge where he where Giannis is it's like Giannis it's a block charge call so. It's either a charge on Giannis, which is what they called initially, and that would be his third foul, or it would be reversed, and it would be a block on, I think, Jeff Green or something. I can't remember exactly who, but um, and Giannis actually gets the and one, so that was a that was a huge swing considering it would have been Giannis's third foul. It was still pretty early in the game because um, foul trouble was definitely a factor in this one, and then KD. Once Kyrie goes out with that ankle injury that I didn't see at first, like the angle was once they went back to the angle and Giannis kind of like goes right under him and his foot just kind of turns. Snaps, yeah. Yeah, and it was good that he was able to walk like without people helping him. But But they, I think Wojnarowski tweeted after that uh, he was like, on crutches and a walking mm-hmm. boot. So yeah, like, he walked off the floor by right. himself, but he was yeah, he was on crutches, which is never good. And yeah, um, and it's I mean like the angle that it snapped to like looked really bad. Yeah, and so the like, X-rays were negative, so he didn't he didn't like break anything. But um, God, he's still there's still not a lot of info on this yet, um, and I'm sure we'll know more tomorrow, but. Harden, it seems like Harden is like closer to coming back than Kyrie would be to coming back from this, which is possibly pretty surprising considering Harden just like re-injured the, the injury that kept him out for like twenty or something games. Um, and I don't, I don't think we're gonna see either of them in Game Five. If I had to guess, no. I think game I six, can maybe see Harden in Game Six, but that's like maybe. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this this series is sort of turned on its head, um, just by way of the injury bug. And I think I think had, I mean, I, I'm not sure if the if the Nets would have won yesterday with Kyrie, but mm-hmm. I'm definitely sure they would have won Game Three with Harden. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And had they had both, I, I think with Harden, the series might have been. Yeah, it'd probably yeah. No, it'd be over right now. I think so. Um, yeah. And this, it's just unfortunate. I mean, it's still two-two, and if Harden comes back in Game Six, who knows? Um, 
Katie, Katie's probably going to need 45 to win game three. To win game five, though. That's that's what we're kind of looking at here. And he's looked off. Last couple of games, he's just looked off. And, and like, last game, I kind of excuse it because, like, he was the only option yeah. um, after Kyrie went, went down. But, like, game three, he was just missing, like, looks. Yeah, like, they've been playing him a lot. Yeah. He's been playing a lot of minutes. He's been playing 40 And it's tough minutes. It's physical game. minutes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, said Tucker on him. He's basically playing point guard for the team because without Kyrie, nobody else can really handle the ball. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They might. They're gonna need. They're gonna need a lot of KD. So maybe. Maybe Blake Griffin looks like he does in game one, and maybe a big night. He's got Harris. shots. I think like Shamit. Yeah, Joe Harris. Yeah. Like they gotta hit shots. A lot, shots. Of, a lot of shots. The ball movement. I think. It, the, I think honestly, the ball movement looks like it did in game one and two. It can go a long way because that was really. But the ball movement looked really bad in game four after Kyrie went down. It did. It just it did. A lot of KD ISO and just not – Yeah. yeah. He, he was having a shoot over the top of Tucker because Tucker actually did pretty damn good on him in game four, I would say. So, yeah, um, kept him away from the rim. Kept him, like, outside in. Yeah. No, he only, like, broke through, like, once or twice. Like yeah, it was like that spin or whatever, I think. Yeah, it was a dunk where he – just no one was there. But he – yeah, he really struggled getting to the rack. Um, so, what, what do you think is going to happen? Next, uh, if, without Kyrie and without Harden, I think the Bucks can take this in six. Um, if Harden comes back, even if he's not one hundred percent, I think that might be enough to force a game seven. Um, and then, like all bets are off, like I would probably take KD in a game seven, but I don't know. Um, but I just can't like. This Nets offense again, like you said, or like we said, like it, it just looks bad without Kyrie. Like it doesn't really have any other ball handler other than KD, and like KD's not that kind of ball handler where like he's like running the offense, right? And so it's gonna be a lot of ISO. It's gonna be a lot of like people just kind of have to make shots and like tough shots. Um, Joe Harris is probably not gonna get too many clean looks, but like he's just gonna have to make do with it and like hit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think the X factor really becomes uh, Blake, if anything, because he's looked like pretty good offensively um, and like decent defensively, actually, too. Yeah. So, like, I, I don't know. I mean, he's going to have to step up offensively, but like, if that happens, then yeah, like, I, I can see the Nets stealing a game. Um, like, game five back at home, if KD gives you like 45, like, yeah, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> but I, I think the Bucks, like, Bucks and six would be my prediction if neither of them come back. I think Harden is going to come back at some point. For the, I think he'll, I think he would come back for Game Six if when they go down three two. That's what I could totally see happening. I think Game Five, neither of them. I don't think Kyrie's coming back at all. I, I think Kyrie's done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Kyrie might be out for the year. Maybe it's it's just hard to know. Uh, like I would think it would be like a finals return. Yeah, it would be really like later on down the road, and yeah. we don't even know if they would be able to get through Philly with just two of those guys. Yeah, yeah, it's hard like, to this say. This is a couple weeks at least, and like the the schedule has been condensed as hell. Um, so like they, it's just too many. Yeah, they don't have two games. They don't have two days between game three and four. Yeah, or game two and yeah. three. They're going back. They're going they used to get so time. many days off, man. Like now they're just making them play. And all game, the time. if if there is a game seven, it would be on a Saturday during the day. So yeah, so <laughs> in a week, no way. Yeah, it, it just seems it's not happening. But I I, I do think Harden because when 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 Nash has been asked about it, he's kind of been 
pretty optimistic. So I think. Yeah. But uh, he was also so down the first time, like when it happened. Right? Yeah, like, he was down when it happened, like, but maybe he's looking better than I they thought. I don't really know. They also don't drug test during the playoffs, so I would watch out for that. <laughs> um, true. That's true. true. Um, well, yeah, I, I think – I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say Nets in seven because I think Harden's gonna come back, but I just don't okay. know if he does. Like this stuff is so like. I mean, Harden even at like sixty percent is like pretty good. That's a thing. Like, like Harden just doesn't like, really like, need like, to like move at his yeah. peak. <laughs> like it's kind of just like creating the open looks is what you're yeah. getting. Out of that. Like if he can run the occasional pick and roll and like just kind of move the ball, like I'm fine with that. Yeah, and then that way Katie t- can conserve some of the energy to close and and hard they can hide Harden on I guess like the Bryn Forbes and yeah, just like, like a shooter. whoever Milwaukee has that's just gonna. I be- mean, it's not like Milwaukee's offense is filled with cutters, so like you can kind of just stay yeah. in one place. <laughs> There'll always be a dude in the corner that he can. I mean, yeah. even hell, he can probably guard PJ Tucker. Honestly. Oh, yeah. Just sit in the corner. Yeah. It's not yeah. like he's going to drive on him. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say that's in seven, but I don't feel good about it. And I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would be worried. Yeah. That's... Are you going to bet on it, though? That's the real question. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't think. I mean. That's a confidence level right now. <laughs> I did. I would bet on the Bucks, you know, because that would be a hedge. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, we have. But I mean, you don't even think the Nets could probably get past Philly at this point, right? Like, even if they manage to like scrape yeah. past the Bucks, like I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully, Philly loses. Honestly, um, God's asking for a lot. I think that's happening. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, let's let's do. We'll, we'll hit Philly after we do the the Clippers Jazz yeah. series because I think that one is the best chance of going the distance out of maybe. Oh know. yeah. That's even um, entertaining as hell. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So, game one, the Jazz, they missed 21 straight shots in the first quarter. They were down most of the game, most of the first half, until uh, Mitchell goes for 16 in the third. They start really torching Zubach, and this is before the Clippers figured out that they need to go small in this series. It's kind of similar what happened with the Mavericks, where they just started going small, and it eventually helped. Um Mitchell just really had an amazing game. I think at 47, he was making all kinds of shots. Um, and, yeah, P- PG really kept the Clippers in it. He's been better than expected in this series. Um, yeah, PG and, and Reggie Jackson, man. Yeah, Reggie Jackson. I mean, we'll My get boy to Reggie. He's yeah. doing some crazy <laughs> stuff. Uh, and oh, the – the Clippers, the Clippers stay with that small lineup in crunch time. They they have a chance to tie it with a three at the end. That, uh, and they just fuck it up. Yeah, Kawhi. <laughs> like plain and simple. Yeah, like Ingles sort of had this good recovery there, but they swung it to they swung it to to Morris in the corner, and he he pump faked, and then Gobert still blocked it to win the game. Um, super exciting game. It was pretty pretty amazing the Jazz were able to win it considering how poor they shot um, and the fact that they were in the first half, half, yeah. But then the Clippers on the Clippers side, you had you know them coming off of Game Seven. They looked tired. 
Kawhi and yeah. George especially. Kawhi, looks looks, Kawhi especially looked pretty tired. Yeah. Um, and it was kind of like uh, we didn't really learn a lot from game one. It felt like. It, yeah. I, like I, I tweeted, I thought both teams could leave that arena pretty happy. Um, yeah. Because the Clippers with three point loss in Utah, like, eh, let's take that. Mm. Um, yeah. Same thing with Utah. I mean, you just want to win. You don't care how you win without Conley. So, pretty happy. Yeah. And Game Conley's still out. Yeah. It might, he might be out for the rest of the series. I don't really know. I, I don't know what, like, I thought he'd be back by game three, and he wasn't. Yeah. I thought he would already this be point, back, like, which is kind yeah. of concerning. Um, and game two was Reggie Jackson going off. It still wasn't enough. Um, he, I think he had like 29 and was, yeah, I mean, he, he was hitting everything for a little stretch there. Um, <laughs> he was pretty much the only, I think, Clippers player that really played well in that game. I thought, um, Kawhi and PG looked better, I guess, less tired. Yeah. Kawhi, Kawhi looks a lot better, I think, but he, yeah. but like, even then, like he was missing some shots that like you would think you'd normally make, um, yeah. and like. The Clippers just couldn't shoot, and Utah was hitting everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, yeah, I think there was one, maybe five minute stretch in the fourth quarter that the Clippers kind of came back, where Utah started getting a little bit colder. But like outside of that, like they were just hitting everything. Yeah, pretty reverse of what happened in Game One. Well, uh, Game Three, the Clippers come out in Staples. They they go small. Um, playoff P lives up to his name for once and he sort of becomes their point guard where they're like they're trying to have him distribute which i guess makes sense if reggie jackson's playing this well and you want to have him spotting up so i kind of like i kind of like what they're doing with that um and yeah i like that better i think he's got better handles than Kawhi too so i think yeah yeah he's definitely i mean Kawhi's never really been like a playmaking type either um, yeah. And I think I think you kind of want to conserve Kawhi to be your your closer. And if you have him, she was in game three. Yeah, yeah. If you have him be your energy guy on defense, where he's just all over Mitchell, is it's just could go a long way. So um, yeah, I thought like uh, Kawhi was probably the most impressive person to me in that game because of how well he defended. And then he ended up like I think he had the most like he had a game high thirty four too, which I had no yeah. idea like he scored that much, but yeah. A quiet 34. Quiet 34. Yeah. It actually really was. KD. Um, <laughs> I, well, I it, the thinking about Mitchell and Kawhi made me think about this. I, and I think there's sort of three main contenders for this. Who do you think is having the best playoffs out of Kawhi, Mitchell, and Embiid? Because I think those are probably the top three in some order. Yeah. Um, I think – Chris Paul deserves a shout too. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Got to shout him out. But um, I'm docking him for the Lakers. There were a couple games in the Lakers series where he just wasn't putting up numbers. Yeah, but he was kind of he was hurt. Yeah. I guess he was so. hurt. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, I think Phoenix kind of gets on with Lakers. Like everyone's playing so well right now. Yeah. Uh, so it's hard to pick out one guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Mitchell's probably ahead right now. Um, I, I think. Kawhi's probably had the most two-way impact, but then again, I mean, you could probably argue that Embiid's probably had a pretty big impact, too. Embiid's been the most too. dominant. So, yeah, for sure. 
Uh, but I think Mitchell, like, just with the shooting and, like, he, yeah. he changes games. Um, like, yeah. like, we talked about game one. Like, he changed the game in the third quarter. Um, he, he did that in uh, the first uh, series against Memphis as well after he came back. Um, it just you can't do anything to stop him, uh, really. And the Clippers threw a lot at him in game three, and he still found a way to score. Yeah, he um, still put up 37. So, yeah. Um, so. I mean, like, what can you do? Yeah, I, I would so probably. I think he's been the most impressive to me. I think I'd probably have him beat second just because I wasn't yeah. totally impressed with Kawhi until game six of the Dallas series. Which, which, Watch that off nights. Yeah, to his credit, like, game six of the Dallas series is probably the highest I've seen a player go, like, in the playoffs so far. Individually, yeah. I would say maybe that Devin Booker game six was absurd. Um, Devin Booker game six, <laughs> yes. It's been like, but like the shot making. Like I feel like Kawhi was kind of like, like that was. A, it wasn't a, a close game, right? Like yeah, no. Booker's was, wasn't a close game. Kawhi's was. Yeah, Kawhi's was more like I'm putting the team on my back. This is when I go home and yeah, and yeah, in a pressure. Yeah, they were down three two. It wasn't a closeout game. Like it was an elimination game. Yeah, yeah. I think contextually, yeah. So. But it's interesting, and because we'll, we don't have, you know, your your LeBrons, your KDs. KD's been good first two games, especially, but he uh, he's kind of struggled as of late. And these other guys really haven't had those nights, I don't think. So um, Kawhi had a couple. Kawhi had like Kawhi, like Kawhi did in, in the Dallas series, but he's kind of five Dallas, I think. Yeah, Kawhi feels yeah. Kawhi just feels like he's like getting better and better and better. Yeah. Especially so, throughout the series, like he's, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that's that's where I'm. I don't know. I could. I don't. I have no idea what I think is going to happen in this this Jazz Clippers series because, like, it's really hard for me to pick against the Jazz at home. Yes, but I think I'm going to still ride with them in seven because I. I, I You're right with them seven. Despite how good Kawhi is, I think I think like that's a different environment than what. Dallas was and and what? Oh, I mean, the crowd in Game One was yeah. probably the loudest I've seen. Uh, maybe outside of like Game Five, Phoenix. Uh, I got I think loud, Game, like, game I mean, Two MSG was, was pretty ridiculous too. But yeah, um, but yeah, game, game, and, yeah game Five and Phoenix was pretty ridiculous too. Um, or no, the Devin Booker game was Game. Five or six. The crazy Booker game was game six, but he yeah, also where had, he, like, that was when he just hit five. like six threes in the first quarter. Hit everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was game six. That was game six. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. that was in Staples. So that was, yeah, yeah. That's okay. why. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, the the Utah crowd makes me think that Utah is probably going to pull the series out. But I, I, the Clippers impressed me on defense, man, because they looked super locked in. Uh, in a way that, like, you kind of saw it in the Dallas series, too, where they just kind of flip a switch. Um, but, yeah, I guess, I guess it's a matter of, like, keeping that switch flipped on for like, mm-hmm. throughout the, the series. And it's tough. In Utah, yeah, they can just wear you down. Like, they hit a couple shots, and, like, it gets so loud. Like, I'm sure it is so, so demoralizing. And, like, some of the threes that they hit, too. Like, Jordan Clarkson hitting, like, a weird runner three. Like, what do you do? Yeah, it's a lot of that, um, and they have a they have a lot of role guys that can get hot. Granted, so are the Clippers, but I think the Clippers like 
I could see, I could see like Boyanovic, like just having thirty, you know, like a game five. Yeah. Like in like yeah. the Clippers, I can really only see that with like Reggie, and the and that's where I'm kind of yeah. At. Yeah, maybe Morris, but like he's not inspired a lot of confidence. In Morris him, so has not been know. great. Um, he was good in game three, I thought. But yeah, he was good in game three. Game one and two, he was pretty terrible. Um, and yeah. he, he's sort of an indicator for them of how they – because he, he's high volume for them because he, he's like – he, he gets a lot of looks with those two guys. So, um, yeah, I think I'm still going to ride with the Jazz. Man. Uh, I, I picked the Clippers at the start of the series, so I think I got to stick with them now. I think I picked them in seven anyways, so I, I think yeah. this still goes seven. Yeah, um, I hope so. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, this is a huge game for them because, like, I mean, the Clippers, like, for the Clippers, it is must win because I don't think they yeah. can come back. From, no, this is definitely must win for the Clippers. So. Uh, it's cool. not like Dallas where, like, you're like, oh, maybe Dallas goes home and it's not, like, done. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It feels like two games in Utah is too much for them to yeah. have another chance yeah. at it in game six. So, um, okay. We will do the Sixers-Hawks series. We talked after game one when the Hawks really were able to just blister them. done. Philly with their offense. Um, but um, game two, Doc puts Ben Simmons on Trey Young. Sixers start the game an 18 to four run. Um, they were finally attacking Trey with Tobias Harris mostly, who had 16 in the first quarter. Where they're just who's been great, trying, yeah, trying to get the switch, and he he's like posting up, he's doing fadeaways over guys. He was just looking really good. Um, I think we owe him an apology. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Whoa, we yeah, I mean, <laughs> he was really like 2019. I feel like he was pretty. Bad. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> ever since, I mean, this series has been good. It's been great, this series. We, yeah. I feel like we kind of rectified uh, him. When he hit that, like, game winner against the Lakers in the regular yeah, season, yeah, you're right. kind of, like, <laughs> my opinion sort of changed. So, he's been great. Um, and Gallinari sort of was able to get the Hawks going in the second quarter. Um, and then Embiid almost gets ejected with – after he's getting after it with Capella, and then uh, he shoves Gallinari. The Hawks are bench points wise. It was thirty-two to nothing at halftime in Game Two because their their bench was just really good. Um, I was like, Herder got hot too. I don't think Herder was Gallinari and like some yeah. Lou Williams in there, and yeah. um, the 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 Sixers starters are just so good that it's pretty pretty. Amazing, they were able to win this game, and Embiid, Embiid was incredible. Um, they just kept going to him over and over and over in the fourth. Um, and yeah, Herder, I think, had like twenty in in the first half. Or, the first half, yeah, yeah, something something ridiculous like that. Um, and Atlanta sort of starts turning the ball over in the fourth quarter. Embiid goes for forty and thirteen, and the Sixers really win. But um, <laughs> you're not gonna be able to do much against that. <laughs> yeah, and then game three, it's it's a lot more the same with Embiid. Um, and the Hawks didn't shoot all that great compared to what we saw in game one. And the Sixers, the Sixers were able to win by I think like ten or thirteen. Um, I didn't I didn't get to watch. I have been sixteen. But okay, yeah. yeah so it stressed out a little bit at the end. I think. I mean, they were just in control of that game. I think throughout. Yeah, game four. I think, I think Embiid has kind of figured out that he can he can just like get whatever he wants. Really get whatever. Yeah, 
And I, I, I'm sure that, yes, the Hawks can definitely shoot better. And if they hit 23s, they're going to be in this game. Um, I'm still – That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. But they can do it. Um, yeah. They, if they look like what they – I mean, if they're shooting like they did in game one, they can absolutely win. And um, oh, yeah. I, still, I still took the Sixers already, but yeah. Oh, in game three, in game four, at least. But, in game four, okay, okay. But because I, I think Embiid is just kind of getting wherever he wants right now, and they're not going to go. I think the the stupid defensive scheme that the that the Sixers were doing, there's no reason <laughs> why they would go back yeah. to that. And if that if that yeah. was the sole reason for what the Hawks did in game one, then like. I just don't see how that can happen again. The series is pretty much over, yeah. Yeah, do you think it's over in five, six? I think it's over in five, yeah. Um, I, I don't think, yeah, it even matters. I think even if Atlanta gets hot, I, I think Philly still kind of just weathers it out and, and deals with yeah. it. I mean, like, it, they were hot in game two. Like, they were hitting everything off the bench in game two, and they still couldn't like, find a Yeah, way and the Sixers bench was doing nothing. So it's kind of like yeah. – It's like, <laughs> like, like, like – I think Shake Milton, like – got hot in the fourth a little bit, but other yeah. than that, it was like nothing at all. Um, so, I mean, if they can still win a game like that, like I, I just yeah. don't know where Atlanta finds a win. Yeah. Um, and that's no disrespect to like Atlanta. Like they're a good team, but like Phillies is really, really good. Um, yeah. So. Eastern Conference Finals, whoever it is, is going to be great with – Oh, yeah. Because Philly Philly's going to come in a little um, – Feeling themselves a lot, I think, if they, yeah. especially if they're able to take this in five. So, oh, um, yeah, they're gonna be fresh. They're gonna want to go. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's move on to your team, the Suns, who were able to sweep the Nuggets. We didn't talk about the We talked about it bef- the night before the first game, and we didn't hit on it again. I was feeling kind of good when the Nuggets were like up like ten in the first half of game one, and then it was just all downhill from there. Um, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Aiden just did a much better job on Jokic than I thought. Um, Jokic gets ejected in their season with the, the swipe and pain. I actually thought he should have been ejected because he did. Like, I, yeah. Like, <laughs> I've never seen a player do that. It was very, like, if you're swiping for the ball, he should have, like. You don't, like. Like, you would have thought he would have, like, moved before yeah. he did it, but he was kind of just, like, straight down. Um yeah. And I, he could have, like, broken his nose. So I was actually fine with the call. But, I mean, Phoenix is just really firing all cylinders right now. Chris Paul, I think game two was when he was really just hitting all the threes. And he's, he's his assist-to-turnover yeah. ratio has been absurd throughout all the yes. – throughout really the whole playoffs, but especially these last four games. Um, I think it was an eight to one this series. Yeah. And, and to nuts. put that in perspective, like, what you're, what you're hoping for usually is, like, three to one. Um, yeah, and that's like that that's would be good. that would be really good too. Like, yeah, like most, like I think I think like you would live with two and a half. So oh yeah, um, like anything above like three or four is like elite. Yeah, that's a really the, good. The Suns' offense—they've just been—they've been hitting all the threes. They've been, you know, it, it, the Nuggets just did, really did not end up having enough firepower. And Jokic had a great game three. Um, and it still wasn't enough. He had, I think, 30, 20, and 12. No, he had no help. Like, Aaron Gordon was just terrible. Yeah. 
Like yeah. Everywhere, defensively, offensively. Is no, I really, th- I really thought Gordon would, <laughs> would have some success in this series just because of the size advantage on Booker, but it just really didn't happen. He was good in the first game, um, but the game two yeah. was very clear how how um, how outmatched they were. And, um, and MPJ got picked apart. Bless his soul, man. I feel bad for the kid. Yeah, MPJ. Before they attacked him crazy. He, yeah, he got hurt in game one, and after that, he really wasn't able to move around a lot. And it, it, that affects your shooting when it's your back like that. It's just kind of – there's really no solution for it. Um, and I, I really thought I really thought in the first half of game two, Denver would still have a chance because Aiden got in some early foul trouble, and um, Denver Denver was shooting terribly – in the first half, but then, but then Phoenix, the Phoenix offense just started rolling, 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 rolling. Um, and it really got away from them. So the, whoever, whoever Phoenix plays, is going to be significantly less rested. Um, the, the problem is you have no idea which team you want to prepare for because. I, I think the good thing is that, well, no, they're not even sort of similar, are they? They're pretty different. So yeah, no, I guess it doesn't really help. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, because I think that you the problem with facing Utah is sort of like I'm actually less scared of Gobert because I think like Phoenix is better equipped to attack Gobert. Well, I think Aiden's kind of proved himself in that. Like, and, and I wouldn't yeah, be really Aiden, I think concerned one with any center going up against him unless it was like a really healthy Davis or Embiid. I mean, no, I'm not worried about Embiid. Embiid can't play. Like Embiid genuinely, like he just can't. Really? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, I think we played him twice this year, and I think we beat him both times. And, okay. Like Booker had a great game, but like Embiid just struggled because like Embiid doesn't get a lot of those like little foul calls like he likes getting inside for like like Aiden's actually become really really good at just like going straight up and not fouling. Yeah, actually, yeah. Aiden, Aiden's, Jokic. Aiden's done yeah. the the verticality thing that Roy Hibbert like, used to do level. like really well. Um, and it worked against Jokic pretty pretty good. And to, I mean, based on how crafty Jokic is, you would think that like I, I I mean I guess I guess the fact that he was able to play that well against Jokic should not make me more confident in Embiid. But um, yeah, I, and again, I mean like Finals Embiid would probably be a little bit different. But like I I, I would be pretty okay with with that matchup. Uh, yeah. To be honest with you, not super worried about Gobert. Um, but I I am because Utah's problem is that they have like this dynamic backcourt that like is going to challenge uh phoenix in a way that they haven't really seen before because like the lakers didn't have it uh denver would have had it but they didn't have it because of injuries mm-hmm. and so i'll be curious to see how that like matchup goes because i think the way that mitchell is playing right now um it like i, I don't know if mikhail can really stop him and i like that just worries me that, like, I, I think Utah's backcourt might just be able to score more. Plus, like, I think a lot of the bench minutes that we were able to win against Denver, just because, like, Denver's bench is so, like, weak uh, right now, at least, that, like, we're not going to be able to win against Utah as easily because, like, they're bringing – like, if Conley's back, they're bringing, what, like, Ingles and Clarkson off the bench. Yeah. So, like, that's scary. Well, would you uh, be more worried about them or the Clippers? But then, yeah, like, the Clippers are scary because – I don't think we have an answer for PG and Kawhi. Well, so what, okay, so what happens if the Clippers go small? I, 
we would benefit, I think. I think we would be better off if they do go small. Because I don't think they could. You're playing Crowder at center? Like, what do you. No, because we would just stick with Aiden, I think. And he just dominates. You can't really play him off the floor like that, I guess. I don't think you would be able to play him off the floor like that, right? Like, because I think he moves laterally well enough that, like, you can kind of, like, stick him on, like, Morris, I guess, and, like, live with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, if Morris burns you, then like he does. At least like he could make like mid-range jumpers, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he, he has a little bit more versatility. Plus, like the but when you put it that way, I, I think I think I think you'd probably rather see the Clippers, maybe. I think, but like I would love like. I think Gobert is going to be in hell if he has to deal with this pick and roll game that like CP3 and Booker like figured out. Like I don't know how they deal with that. I, I don't think they can because they would have to play drop. Because if they don't play drop, then Gobert is just going to get burned. If you do play drop, then like CP3 is just going to hit the mid range on you. So I don't like know what you do. Like it's the same thing with like Jokic, right? Like you can't defend that pick and roll. Act. Yeah, and I just got pick and roll you to death. <laughs> yeah, I think Jokic should probably feel a little bit better about not playing drop, but. Yeah. Yeah, Gobert, I think you'd have to play drop. That is so tough. Because I, I think Mikhail would probably do a better job on 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 maybe co- like the bigger guys like Kawhi and PG yeah. that have less yeah. speed than than I think Mitchell. Because I think Mitchell would do a little better on him. But I think Mitchell just gets by him. Yeah. I guess I guess if you I guess if there's no Conley then it's pretty easy. If there's no Conley, I feel pretty good about facing Utah. Yeah. But it's just yeah, with Conley back, then it like then it becomes really murky, because then that Utah offense is a lot more versatile. If it, if it's no Conley, that would be a lot of injury luck for the the run here. Oh yeah, runs have been oh, yeah. screwed for the we past fifty years, so it's kind of <laughs> yeah, it it's, I think it's it. out. <laughs> um, oh man, this is just karma. <laughs> Eventually yeah, it really coming is. Back. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay. Well. Okay. Well. Let's not too get too ahead of ourselves. But who would you want to see? Yeah. Them? Yeah. Oh man, that's a tough question. Uh, not the Nets. Like literally anybody but the Nets. Yeah, I, I, would, I would think so. Because yeah. um, yeah. if the Nets get to the finals, feels... it's gonna be because they have two of those three guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. And I don't think we can deal with that. Like we we weren't even able to deal with just James Harden. So like, I don't think I'm not anyone has the chance of guarding KD. Like, really? Nope. Yeah. Jay Crowder might get him mad a couple times. Like, I don't think he can. Same <laughs> you know like Mold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, I don't think you can guard him. <laughs> so, so for what it sounds like, you you would feel good about Philly. Yeah, I feel good about Philly. I feel good about Milwaukee. Even um, when they play, do they put Simmons on CP3 or? Yeah. No, they put Simmons on uh, Booker. But, like, Booker likes that. I don't know why he likes that, but he just likes that. Like, I don't I know would, if it's, like, the Kendall Jenner thing. Like, I don't know if it's just, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what wouldn't it is. You, wouldn't, like, Blake, like wouldn't Blake Griffin be something Jenner, too? Or am I making that up? Yeah, but he was the other one, right? He was, like, Kylie. Kylie? I don't fucking know. I don't remember it. Because Tristan mm. Thompson's part of that club, too. But like, I have no idea which one he dated. Well, we have some news. Kyrie is out for game five. So. Game five? Okay. Yeah. Not surprising. That's, that's all they. But like, yeah. But that's uh, all they, like, said. Yeah. 
So I see. And okay, so what about what about potential Milwaukee matchup? Well, Milwaukee, I think I like because like we match up like pretty well across the board, and we have Aiton to kind of deal with Giannis. Mm -hmm. um, same deal where like if the Bucks go small, I think we live with it just because like we have Aiden to like we can play yeah. Aiden with Giannis. Um, if the Bucks go big, then I think it becomes a little bit more murky. But like I think, yeah. Then like the team rebounding is really gonna need to like step up, and like Crowder and Mikhail are gonna need to like have really good like series, um, just like rebounding wise. Um, but like I, we kind of dealt with that with the Lakers and like did okay. So I, I think know. you feel good if you're the Bucks with, with Drew on Chris Paul. I think you feel good if with with Middleton on yep. on uh, Booker and I guess I think they probably can play our pick and roll stuff probably the best out of anybody in the league. Yeah, without without that, mobile Brook has been like yeah, with how mobile Brook has been, if they go small, with how like I mean it's Giannis, so yeah. like you take that. Giannis um, is getting there. Um, yeah. Okay. But I think like even Philly would struggle a little bit. I think like Embiid could get into foul trouble himself um, mm -hmm. against against Phoenix. So like I, I don't know. I don't love the matchup for Philly to be honest with you. Um, plus, like I think they would probably end up having to put like green on booker they'd probably have to play tybal more because like tybal did bother booker yeah um, so that's what i'd be worried about yeah that that's something that i would be worried about um but the, with the way that like chris paul is playing like uh, do you need booker to play at that level right so i don't know mm -hmm. well i don't mean to get your hopes up but they're they are only four yeah. runs away so you know four runs away from a final yeah yeah <laughs> put it that way it's pretty crazy yeah um, yeah oh yeah Okay. It's very doable. I mean, this is the most like feasible thing. The, yeah, the Lakers is the team that's not where about. you're like shit. Like, um, even the Clippers seem pretty beatable, so it's good. Okay, well, I think that's all, all we right. have. Um, I like it. We will be back. I mean, definitely Sunday to talk to talk the Sunday. end of the yeah. Sunday or the end of the. Whenever the Brooklyn series ends, we'll return. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. And I think I think that you a, a potential Utah Phoenix game seven. I mean Utah uh, Clippers game seven. Clippers game seven would be that could get an emergency. That would be a, that would be on Sunday. So um, depending depending on when what what all that stuff shakes out. But yeah, enjoy.